Hello, my name is Sweat and I'm one of the leaders here in HTBB. Today we are going to look at a passage on Palm Sunday from the book of Matthew. Reading from Matthew chapter 21. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her coat by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkeys and the coats, placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Amen. Today's talk is titled, How to Receive Peace. We just read a passage on Palm Sunday where we see Jesus entering Jerusalem triumphantly and receiving a roaring welcome. The story is set during the Passover festival, which traditionally is a holiday commemorating the Hebrews escaping from slavery and the sparing of the Israelites' firstborn. So how does this story relate to us? We are living through pandemic times and the fear is not only of us being infected by the virus, but even more so by being in lockdown. Being physically and emotionally isolated from others around us. Or there might be other worries that you are having at this moment. Perhaps it's the fear of keeping your job during this time, looking for a partner during this pandemic, or having a difficult work situation. I'm not sure about you, but for me, it's verbally easier to say, Jesus is the Prince of Peace, or do not worry. For example, will our peace be restored completely when we are all vaccinated? Today, we're going to look at three practical aspects as to how we can receive peace. The first is to proclaim who God is especially during our struggles. In the story, as the crowds saw Jesus entering the city, they shouted, Hosanna! This is the first time in the New Testament that the word Hosanna was used. Hosanna, originally a phrase in Hebrews, Hoshiana or Hoshinoya, not to be mistaken with the hotel chain in Japan that goes by the similar name, Hoshinoya. Hoshinoya is a cry to God for help. Like when you're pushed into the swimming pool, you cry out, Hoshinoya, or save me, please. 
The history of the word Hosanna in the Old Testament was used as an urgent cry for help to a joy-filled proclamation of confidence in God and praise for His provision in the New Testament. Hosanna within this passage's context is an exclamation of praise and means save now, help now. The meaning has shifted from save please to salvation, salvation has come. It has moved from you struggling to stay afloat above water to someone throwing a float for you to hold on to. Our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. What we think shapes who we are. I studied psychology as a degree and a psychological treatment I learned about was the study of cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. This breakthrough teaching reveals that some problems such as eating disorder, relational challenges, addictions, and even some form of depression and anxiety are rooted in faulty and negative patterns of thinking. This treatment suggests that treating those problems begins with changing that thinking. Like many of you listening in right at this moment, my then-fiancé and I had plans. Just last year, my then-fiancé and I were planning for our wedding in April. But a month before, the MCO hit us and we had to postpone our wedding with so many factors of uncertainties and feelings of loss of our original wedding plan. Our heart was aching. On the date of our originally planned wedding date in April, our work friends uh, gathered us and surprised us on Zoom to celebrate and pray with us. Prayer didn't magically give us what we wanted, which was a confirmed new date for our wedding. But proclaiming who God is amidst our heartache of having to postpone our wedding helped to fix our perspective on the confidence we have in Jesus. Right now, maybe because of a challenge or a struggle, you are going through at present, you might feel like you are unable or or unwilling to praise the Lord. Perhaps you could be like me. When I'm struggling, my struggles tend to be all I can focus on. But in today's story, we know that we can be confident in Jesus. Jesus knew beforehand that the donkey keeper would question why the disciples were taking his donkey and coat without permission. And it's the same for us today we can be assured that whatever challenges or struggles that we are going through, we can proclaim who God is. We know this because of Christ's display of confidence, sovereignty, and control over the situation. The people were shouting, Hosanna, salvation, salvation has come, even when they were physically not safe yet. The proclamation of our lips leads to the assurance and confidence we have in Christ Jesus. The second is to lay down the old to receive the new. When we are busy holding on to worry, how do we open our hands to receive what Christ has in store for us? 
what do you have to give to God today? In the story, the people were laying down their cloaks as a symbol of recognition, loyalty, and promise of support. In today's age, it's like rolling out the red carpet for royalty as they arrive riding on a horse. It was the laying down of the old to receive the new. Another reference to this laying down the cloak can also be found in the Old Testament, which says, They quickly took their cloaks and spread them under him on their bare steps. Then they blew their trumpets, saying, Jehu is king. The spreading of cloaks is an ancient practice where the garments are used as carpets intended of someone of particular honour. The people were looking for salvation from the Romans' ruling. The great paradox is that Jesus doesn't actually give them what they want, but something far greater awaits them. A week later, the same people will crucify Jesus on the cross. The reason we'll be celebrating Good Friday this week. The people were looking to Jesus to come to them on their own terms. But Jesus doesn't give them what they think they want but what they need. He still comes to them even though their motives were wrong. For us, that means we don't have to second-guess our prayers. At times when I feel anxious, it might be because of something that deserves attention that needs addressing, like how I'm currently pregnant and I need to address that by not eating certain kinds of food. But on the other hand, Sometimes some anxiety may not be something that deserves attention. When I'm able to recognize that, I have to choose to lay down my thoughts and choose instead to pick up praise. Yes, I am having those emotions, but I know that God is good. I don't have to be afraid. My confidence is in Christ. We know His goodness and we can preach it to ourselves. At the cross, some of the people who were shouting, crucify him, were also part of the 3,000 that were saved during Pentecost. And that is why during Holy Week on HGVB's YouTube page, there will be a week long of exciting content where we'll be looking at different types of failures. No matter how much we have failed, he still treats us like a friend. We can be assured that no matter how far we have fallen from God, we can always lay down what's holding us back to receive what Christ has in store for us. Finally, as by knowing that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. From Winnie the Pooh to Shrek, donkeys have appeared as the faithful, quirky sidekicks in children's books and stories for decades. But in today's story, we see a different side of a donkey. Jesus rode on a donkey, not on a horse. Everywhere you see around the world, uh, pre-COVID days when we could travel, you always find the same thing. It's of some guy on a horse. In Italy, you might think of Marcus Aurelius, a Roman emperor, a regal Roman emperor known as the last of the five good emperors on a statue on a horse. 
but not to be outdone in Mongolia, you get an equestrian statue of Genghis Khan, which is the largest equestrian statue in the world. Okay, picture this right at this moment. Uh, Genghis Khan just won one of the greatest wars in Mongolian history and he comes back to his empire with his strong 240,000 man army behind him. Everyone's cheering and waving at him but instead of him riding on a confident galloping horse, we see Genghis riding on a young donkey, perhaps, perhaps even wobbling his way in. That would be quite a silly picture. But that was exactly how Jesus entered into the city. He entered the, into the city in the most humble and countercultural way. Yet every day we see millions around the globe singing praises of the one who did everything to obscure himself and did not seek recognition who came on a donkey. Jesus is the King who comes to us in humility. When you think of royalty, it's a huge deal to be invited to the palace in the first place. But Jesus being countercultural comes to you. From the passage, it says, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey. If Christ had waited for us to stop sinning and come to him, he would have had to wait till the cows came home, or in this case, uh, the donkeys to come home. What we see in this reading of Jesus coming to us in humility is a mini version of what Jesus does so extravagantly on the cross. On the cross, He paid the ultimate sacrifice by laying down His life to die for you and me as sinners. The veil is torn. Christ has made a way for us to have a direct relationship with Him. Christ also comes in the ordinary. He comes in the everyday normal. Whether you're at home now washing the dishes or sitting with your family in front of the television tuning into today's sermon. By knowing that Christ is the Prince of Peace, we are assured that His peace that surpasses all understanding is readily made available to you. He comes to you not riding on a high horse, but on a donkey, a humble king. He comes and be with us in our everyday. And he does that through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now we are going into a time of prayer. I'd love for all of us to stand wherever we are. And we are going to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us afresh to meet us and draw alongside with us and bring us peace. Holy Spirit, come and fill us right now. 